so I'm sat here today. Um, first of all, welcome to my podcast. Um, I'm chatting with with someone that in a genre of adult that I've never ever worked in, um, and I'm rather excited. I'm talking to Vivian, and now Vivian is a uh, dominatrix. Hello, babe. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks very much for having me on your podcast. I know. I when I did a um, podcast with Susie, Susie did my first one, and she was actually talking about doing sessions with you and stuff. And she was like, "Oh, you should like speak to her and see if she wants to do it." And obviously, she got in contact, and I was like, "Fuck yes! I can't wait to <laughs> chat to you about your job because it's really fucking interesting, you know, isn't it?" It's like, oh, so tell me a little bit. How long have you been a dominatrix? Um, I, I think I've, I've earned my stripes in the past sort of five or six years. Yeah. I started at 18 when I was at university as an escort. Yeah. Um, and I quickly met um, a guy called Dirk from Germany who runs Kinky Mistresses. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave me a few things, took me to Germany um, had a couple of mediocre dungeons, and I, I feel like the last five or six years, I've, I've really been kind of uh, what I would call a serious domination. Serious domination. <laughs> so, how did you move from um, like the escort side to dominating, and you know, doing all that? Because it's very different um, areas of the adult industry. That isn't it, really? I think so. I mean, uh, but, but, but but possibly not too. I, I started probably as a kinky escort. I had a pinwheel okay. and I had her and I had a couple okay. of anal. Yes. And I thought, I'm going to kind of manoeuvre these men into doing mm. the things that I want to do with them rather than doing what they want to do. And yeah. to them quite joyful. <laughs> yeah exactly so it is so would you say that it's a lifestyle for you rather than a job being a dominatrix is this is this your kink well yeah I mean um I have two house slaves um they've both lived with me one's lived with me for seven years one's lived with me for five years my partner is um in full-time chastity he's yeah. very submissive um hmm. Actually, you know, the other side of me is quite submissive on occasion. You know, I'm, I'm quite a people pleaser. I'm quite a gentle person. Mm. Um, but I think that generally speaking, ladies know how to do things best. Ladies know how to do things sexually, domestically. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we we make the best decisions, really. And we do it in such a concise, comprehensive fashion that men just need to toe the line. And then they get experiences that they could never have dreamed of on their own. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so for your house, what, what does a house slave entail then, though? They do um, all your housework and everything, anything and everything you want them to do, they do, basically, is it? Yeah, they, 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 they walk the dogs, they look after the dogs, they... Uh, they clean the house, they do my washing, ironing, cooking. One of them's a chef. Um, and yeah, if I, you know, if I want a bit of bath time and they, they want to, you know, wash my hair and mm. um, don't shave, I wax everything. Or otherwise, I'd have them shaving my legs. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. amazing. That's like, do you know what? I, I, because I'm a very dominant in my, in my porn kind of side. And sometimes I do get people going, Oh, do, do you need a house slave and all of that? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I've never really like, I've never really sort of 
thought about it. So do they so do the house slaves live with you or do they come in and they come in and um do all their jobs kind of thing? They live with me actually. Yeah, full time. Yeah. That is amazing. I love it. That is um pretty cool. So what was your first ever like dom session like were you nervous or were you not obviously if you were doing the sort of the escort and then the, the kinky side I guess that would be your first first dom experience really yeah I think one of my first experiences was with um with one of the boys who um he was sort of looking for an escort session but I decided in my head that we were going to do a dominant session I was going to tie him up yeah. I was going to put ass and he was going to like it yeah. and um and in fact he didn't come back for a couple of months after that I think I think I might have shocked him mm. but then he became someone who's he's he's been with me for almost nine years now oh wow um, that's amazing yeah and he's I mean he's a filth pot now you know he he gets pissed on he does force by all the time he loves yeah. sucking the more extreme the better he's yeah. just and initially he wanted a girlfriend experience you know and I kind of transformed him I think <laughs> that's the thing though I was going to ask you like do you get obviously you get these um someone inquires with you if they've never done anything you know they've never had anyone dom dom um them dom them sorry I, I'm sorry if I do the termings wrong or whatever it's because it's you know new to me um how do they go about do they just come to you and go, okay, well, I want to have an ex- a dom experience. I want you to be my dominatrix, but I don't really know what I want. So you just kind of start with little things and then move into things. Or or how does a session, a new session work normally? Well, it's very subjective. So you have sort of the, the transformative clients who are coming and they want sort of tie and tease. Generally, I ask for three fetishes. Right. I don't like and I don't really like um, do whatever you want to me because yeah. my proclivities are probably somewhat more advanced than what theirs are initially. So I have to have this period where I'm, I give them a bit of a sweet shop mm. and I'll try electrics with them, a little bit of breath play, a little bit of bondage, a little bit of anal, a little bit of face sitting and, and see how they manage Um mm you know psychologically you can sort of you can tell by their face and obviously you can tell by their cock whether yeah. they yes are they, are from, they, do they normally get hard is that because it is a sexual thing for them isn't it coming and seeing a dominatrix but a lot of them they're so terrified of me in the first instance that they mm. just they're just profusely apologizing oh you know i'm so sorry i, I, I am really excited goddess or mistress or whatever yeah. they whatever they call me or whatever, it tends to be whatever I feel like on the day, really. Yeah. Sometimes, it's, sometimes it's mom, sometimes it's goddess. Today's, yeah. I'm going, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and uh, they just sort of kind of, I don't know, really, I suppose. Yeah. The, it, it depends. Some of them, I mean, like my partner, I met him through doing sessions mm. and he just, you know, anything I did to him he was rock hard I even milked him and he stayed rock hard oh, um, which is yeah. rather like you yeah but, yeah but in most instances I think when you start doing the more sexual stuff either if it's like gentle touching or if it's you know I, I do a little bit of kind of feathers around the ears yeah. or uh, that gets them really hard but mm. if I'm kicking them or whipping them or um it depends really there are, yeah. there are a few 
that managed to maintain an erection in that instance. I but it's even if they're not hard, they're still there and they're still dripping. Like, yeah, 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 dripping. exactly. <laughs> and then they'll probably go home and fucking wank one out like so hard because they're like, oh my god, that was amazing, and come loads, <laughs> won't they? You know, <laughs> it's um. Oh yeah. I, to be fair, I have actually done one dom session. Um, it was a guy, obviously, that's um, knows through my porn and stuff. And um, I did some foot fetish. I did some water sports. Um, some spitting. A bit of spanking. It was like a right mixture of things that I did with him. Um, obviously, he told me what what sort of style of uh, session he wanted I did do a bit of strap on and everything but um it's just not something that I've really I think I'd be really good at it I just haven't like, followed forward do you know what I mean yeah. like it's not something that I've um experimented with or actually you know I, I do think I'd be good at it I do <laughs> well we should do it uh, we should yeah. do it and yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I think it would it would it would be really um. Good. So, do you have a certain things that um you're known for doing, or um obviously over the years you've probably advanced doing more and more things. Is there anything that you absolutely love to do, like your favorite session? Bondage. I love bondage. I love extreme, intricate predicament bondage particularly with ladies specifically with Susie actually we did a we did a, a rope yeah. incident uh, not too long ago and she had her legs akimbo because she's yeah. just a she's just well she's I call her queen of fucking everything because she yeah. just is and anyway yeah. she had a spread apart like this and I was fucking her with a strap on and she's she's sort of bent back and just held by the rope and um that was just really really stunning for me mm. and I had to get the doxy out shortly after and, yeah uh... <laughs> yeah I did actually see it she did actually send me the picture of um of that set kind of thing and it looked fucking amazing I've never been tied up oh never been tied up so that's something you'll have to remedy if you're up for it yeah well we are going to be shooting together aren't we on the uh next month so definitely I am all up for that to be honest with you I um I've never been dominated by someone obviously girls have been like you know more dominant with me but because I am very in my sex scenes this is I suppose I'm the more dominant it always looks really shit in a sex scene if someone tries to dominate and they're really not not very good at it um so I'm looking forward to coming to you and hoping to be more of a sub you know so like you're in obviously you're in control I think that I think that's quite I'm looking forward to that because I know that you're going to be able to do that and I'm going to be so fucking submissive I'm so I am actually quite submissive <laughs> in my in a like boy girl like in my private I'm like very submissive so it's going to be I'm gonna, it's gonna be a fun day definitely <laughs> yeah it'll be brilliant I think that um it's very much for me as a dom what i really want to do is 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 give you an experience that really makes you feel um good but also challenges you and pushes mm. you and in the past I've, that if i'm a bit too tentative mm. and a bit too gentle with someone actually that doesn't turn them on whereas no. if i am myself and i do start with a little bit of you know grabbing tying tight and mm. you know proper flogging not, not just sort of tickling but actually giving you a red arse and, mm. and making you take 
big toys and progress and mm. you know because that, that's really hot isn't it and the mm. women that I and that come to me for um, professional sessions they come for what's called CNC which is consensual non-consent so they're basically okay uh, so sorry, say that again because I just missed your they do what what is CNC it's consensual non-consent yeah so they they basically it's like agreeing to a waiver to do anything right, okay, uh, yeah. I've done really extreme things with with a couple of them um one of them is a is a fantastic author actually and she she writes about our sessions on Patreon oh, um yeah uh, yeah, she's. Uh, she, but I've done some really, really cruel things with her, and pushed her uh, to the edge. I made her pass out. Not that I'm suggesting this, but yeah. you know, but I've got drilldos, and I've had sort of her suspended just by one limb, and I'm fisting her pussy, and I've got three fingers in her ass, and you know, <sighs> a bucket of water, and it's yeah. I mean, just you know, you can tell for like. Because there's a bit of aftercare involved, you know, and the more uh, the more extreme the session, the more extreme the aftercare. So yeah. it was sort of an hour. You were just kind of like bewildered, but just mm. so happy in this really nice subspace, and yeah. that's what I like really. Yeah. You know, do you see? Do you get a lot of women coming to book, to book sessions? I, I think I get more than most dominatrices, possibly because of my more sexual background. Right, most okay. do want a more sexual session they want to either lick your pussy or have you lick theirs or mm. or offer them in some fashion yeah uh, and I think I, I think that I'm probably more approachable because maybe I'm a little bit younger I'm a mm. little bit um I've met a few doms over the years where there's been this kind of in their mind there's a real um there's a real distinction between sort of escort and dominatrix whereas for mm. me I don't really feel there is any distinction I mm. think that more a case of I I just do things in a slightly different way yeah other than it being like you know well I, oh well I don't get my funny out and I don't because I definitely get my funny out all the time I love yeah. getting my funny yeah, I love yeah, teasing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if, if I get you know like with my partner when I first started sessioning with him and stuff I was like I was single and I was like I'm going to use you sexually for my pleasure. Damn right I am. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I suppose it is that there's the doms that do this and there's the doms that don't do that, isn't it? There's like the... But it's the same as with in the porn industry with the whole, like, the people that do boy-girl and the people that do girl-girl or the people that, you know, it's just whatever you're happy to do, isn't it, you know? So you get... main. Do you ever get couples? I do. And you know what? They're always bloody gorgeous. Are they? Fortunately, yeah, I've got, I have four that come regularly. I have a young couple who are sort of a bit younger than me, early 20s. She's like got got glorious ginger hair down her, down her, you know, right down her back. And he's kind of, you know, quite a handsome young guy. And mm. they're really into age, which obviously suits me. Mm. Um, and like, because I'm, I'm known for strap-on whipping and bondage, really. Yeah. So that tends to be what they come for. But I also have a couple that come for cook holding. I have a, an ex-Royal Marine who comes and does he's like the big bull and yeah. he'll fuck her while I fuck her husband up the arse and force him ah. to walk him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lovely couple the other week actually who um they've 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 booked in again and uh, and we we kind of got a bit more sexual. She was kind of one of those girls, one of those ladies, sort of like size 12, 14, like really voluptuous, gorgeous ass, gorgeous tits, just like 
I know I couldn't help. I just squeeze in her and I put her in the four door bedroom tower over there. And yeah. I had him I'd really close to her. So he could just about reach her to kiss her and lick her, but not quite. And I was but not quite. Like, him and he was oh my god you know he was rock hard throughout so yeah that's that that sounds does sound rather horny if I'm honest with you <laughs> I'm like yeah I quite like that <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe I need maybe me and my husband need to come and I mean he's not he's not into like um obviously I'm very submissive um and I love like choking and um, I haven't done a lot of like spanking and um, like caning and whipping and stuff like that. So that's something that I, um, I don't know how much I can take if I'm honest of things like that, but uh, that is something that you learn as you go, isn't it? You know, do you ever have people use their safe word with you? I have done on a few sessions. Um, I had a session last week with one of my boys who comes quite a lot and he really likes to take things. Uh, he likes me to take things, should I say, to the nth degree, you know, nettles mm. down. I burn all over his cot, which is just like red hot chili dust. Yeah. Um, needles all over him, really extreme humiliation. He wears ballet shoes and he's always falling over in them. And um, he used a safe word on me actually at the point when I'd kind of, I'd put a little bit too much burn on his balls, I think. And I was making him butter to cool himself. It was like, the butter's not working, red, red. (laughs) (laughs) His balls were burning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... Yeah, so but do you think that's what um sometimes that's what the guys are wanting that they want they want you to push them to their limits like is it do you get those people that want that kind of session where they're like yeah I want you to push me as far as I can go you know yeah uh, more and more so now the the older I've got I think the more respected I've become so the mm. more serious subs come to me you know before it was in the in the beginning stages it was very much tie and tease and it would be me that would push but very gently mm. bit of flog start with then bit of spanking build them up build them up whereas I have boys now that come and they want a cold caning which is you know really quite hard to take um what's a cold caning then well there's no warm-up so oh, it's so literally as hard as straight away kind of thing yeah, and I've experienced a couple myself over the years because I've been I've I've done quite a lot as a sub when mm. I was young. Um, I've been caned, whipped, needled, pissed on. Um, I've had lifestyle mistresses as well, quite well known ones that mm. have. Um, I had one actually that she used to have a workout program for me where um, if I didn't do a workout every two days. I would get three strokes of the cane added on to my previous amount. So it was like three, six, nine, oh, 12. Oh, yeah. And uh, and she's very accurate. She's very well known as a disciplinarian. So uh, yeah. that's what. Um, but, yeah, I think people want to be pushed. You know, I used to think that people want to be pleased and they want to be pleasured. But I think that is much more the role of an escort. Yeah. Because, you know, an escort is more... They, they, I think in the motor, at least the escorts I know, they prefer to kind of have a, they prefer to know what do you want, what do you fancy, and mm. I'm going to try you in, in and, and kind of put my spin on it. Mm. Whereas I think the dominatrix, the men, they want to come, and in the most part, they want to feel like they don't know what's going to happen, they don't mm. know how to rest, they don't know which room they're going to be in, they don't quite mm. know what 
what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get the ones who, you know, who they're, they're kind of like, I'm a beginner. I, I you know, I, I don't want to be caned within an inch of my life. I just want a little bit. So, mm. yeah, it depends on the individual, really. But more and more, like I have a guy who comes uh, from, from Europe. He comes for 72 hours of bondage. So we don't wow. sleep. Wow. Uh, well, yeah. he doesn't he get bondage in the, in the nighttime. He doesn't sleep very well. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of get like four or five hours sleep, but he's still in the bondage. He wears blackout contact lenders for the entire time, so he can't see me. He's got no concept of time. He's got no wow. concept of is um and because my studio is really big um and I, it's sort of like I can I'm uniquely equipped to be able to offer him I can do sort of like a hundred different suspension bondage positions with him I can rack him I can put him on a-frames I can dangle him from ceilings I can put him through a trap door and he no concept of where the fuck he is and to be honest I'm quite envious in a way I mean if I could afford uh, <laughs> if I could yeah. afford three go and session with somebody like mistress sedonia who uh she's a very good friend of mine she runs the english mansion.com oh yeah and she's bondage expert i'd love to go and have an extended session with her would you, you, know. would you do would you do the whole uh bit where you can't obviously the black contact lenses and stuff like that yeah. so i love wearing a blindfold because i feel that i can zone in on the on the what's going uh, on uh, yeah mm. and you hear things you wouldn't normally hear mm. and you you notice things. I mean, I, I do session now and again with a lady called Domina Sara and I have medical sessions. I wouldn't really say I'm a submissive. I would say I'm a bottom. So okay. I tell her I'd like medical play. I'd really like to be put in a, in a serious kit bag with some electrics on me or I'd like, you know, anesthesia, breath play or whatever. Mm. And then she does it her way, but it's mm. kind of with lines of what I want. And I think mm. that in professional domination and lifestyle domination is with the lifestyle domination, you know, my partner does a lot of things that he probably doesn't want to do because mm. I want him to yeah. his boss. Yeah. Whereas if, if I were to say to one of my professional clients, right, well, I want a two-hour foot massage and you're still going to, you know, you're still going to pay me my tribute. I think they'd be like, well, I'm not really getting good value for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you have to please the professional the professional clients more. Whereas the, yeah. like my whatever the fuck I want and they know that's, yeah. that's the deal. <laughs> Yeah, you do your house slaves and like your partner and stuff. It's like they're like a long term, like seven years and five years. And how long have you been with your partner? Not too long, actually. We we started sessioning together last the beginning of last year. Um, mm. We and then I sort of I told him um, in I think it was September last year. I was like, "You're taking me on holiday. You're paying for it. We're going to Norfolk, and I want to see how we are outside of the dungeon." Yeah. Um, which he did, and he was just gorgeous. So I guess yeah, about nine months, I guess now. Oh, that's cool, though, isn't it? That's good. That that's um. So do you still have sessions with him now, or is it more the lifestyle um relationship you have? If you know what I mean. It's mostly it's lifestyle, but I do mm. like to very good boy. So now and again, I'll say right. You know, we schedule in a session, and he knows that it's kind oh. of I I. I transcend myself and I become goddess Vivian. Yeah. I'm not a goddess time. Yeah. Um, that would be so tiring. Um, <laughs> You'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. But that, but that must be really exciting for him, to be fair. Like to, to see, kind of see the transformation of you going from the lifestyle 
like partner kind of dominatrix kind of side of it to the you know okay I'm gonna get into my uh my god goddess you know Vivian kind of thing and we're going to do a session at this time uh you know that I bet that's really exciting for him I hope so I mean and I tend to do different things with him because he really is he's other than control Mm. he doesn't really so he loves the idea of control you know that's why he's always in the cage mm. um the idea of the mine um because mm. he's in the cage it means you know i have to milk him and i have to make sure that he's because he you know he's a 26 year old virile young man whose balls get bigger and bigger and if, if I, <laughs> really fucking tight <laughs> like does your does the cage have like the ball because i've only seen a couple of cages i've got a couple of guys on my only fans actually that um yeah. send pictures and they're in and actually it's i don't know it is two different people but they've both all got this one cage that's literally like you can't see anything it's just white one had a white one and a pink one and it just goes over their cock and i actually there's i've got this one guy who has this white cage and and i like sex with him and i and uh, you know and all this and i tell him all these different things and like he's obviously still in this cage and you can just see all the all his pre-cum and all of that coming out and i, I don't know whether he lives in it or not but it's it, it's quite cool with the like cage, you know, the the guys in the cage. But is his cage like fully? Um, so we can't, or is it a metal cage or a plastic one? Or he's got. We've got a selection really. So day to day, he wears the CB six thousand, the Holy Trainer, which is the one you're talking about mm. with clothes. There's a little slit for where they yeah. piss. Yeah, and it's like quite quite firm plastic. Yeah, that's it. And um, and <coughs> and um just goes tightly around the balls but the one that that i prefer which he ordered too small for him he ordered a custom device too fucking small because he's an idiot um <laughs> yeah. i still make him wear it for months at a time though when he yeah. pisses me off yeah but, um this one is um it's like um it's steel and it, it has three layers across the top because he's a bit of a, a chastity advocate and i've i've designed my own cage which i'm just about to send to a company in the czech republic oh amazing which it's um, because it, there's a lot of pinching with the metal cages. Mm. If there's not between the base layer that holds the cock and the next layer, mm. if they're next, they always pinch the skin. And every time you wear like boxer shorts, they get trapped and it pinches. Uh, and it's, yeah. So this one that I've designed is like, um, it has three layers, like one layer like this, one layer like this, and then a, and then a, a gold spider all across the top. It's really Amazing. quite Amazing, yeah. The other side so i thought yeah i'm gonna i mean they're quite expensive it's, they come in at sort of like you know a couple of grand for a custom yeah. device like that thing that i i mean i, I don't know about you but trying to find a, a partner in the sex industry for me has just been so challenging mm. uh, because because there's sort of you know there's this there's this expectation that you're maybe going to be goddess vivian all the time or it has been in my case or they're okay with it in the beginning stages and then as time goes on the jealousy creeps in i think with him i think he's going to be the one that i'm going to spend you know hopefully the rest of my life with Mm. even considering children which i've never considered before so i think best in a nice posh cage and you know why not yeah exactly exactly do you have any um limits on what you will and won't do in a session um well to be honest i don't like shit yeah either that on you know because guys if they don't really know what they're doing when i was younger i was too polite to say 
would you like to have a douche or an enema first? Yeah. You know, so I, I just deal with, and now I can't deal with that. Yeah. Um, and play isn't just isn't something. It's not something I judge about. It's not something I have a like any sort of moral issue with. It's like my, I can't deal. I just can't yeah. physically deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like being sort of um, expected to, that it's okay for them to touch me without me inviting them to do so. Yeah. And, Beginning of a session, I make I make it clear, you know, what I expect to be called, and that that basically they're here for my pleasure. Yeah. And I think that concept gives them pleasure. So mm. rather than uh, kind of giving them a list of things that I, I don't allow, when I'm in my zone, if they were to step even a little bit out of line, they'd mm. know instantly, and they get punished for it. And that's yeah. part of the form. Yeah. Rather than so they learn in, in a way they learn they learn and 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 if they enjoy how the session goes and they come back for more kind of thing isn't it and they'll be you know um because I suppose that's what it is it's all about the do's and don'ts isn't it and what you're happy with and what they're happy with and and that's what the whole thing is with the first session that you do with someone is is making sure that you know they know where you stand and where they stand kind of thing I guess isn't it um, I think that um, I think I mean earning a collar for me is something that takes a while. So I will put them in a collar if I want to lead them around. But right. in order to earn their collar, they have to um, go through a series of challenges and perform a lot of things that actually is genuinely for my pleasure rather than for their pleasure. I love outdoor play. I love public humiliation in terms of sort of sending them to Debenhams and getting them to buy a lipstick and some, uh, you know, various things that, that would definitely embarrass, you them. know, Oh, do you think this is going to be my color and all that kind of thing? Mm. Uh, I, I think for me, um, you do, you do notice you have the guys who come and they have an itch that needs scratching. And basically you are, you're very similar to an escort in a mm. way of you're kind of there to provide a service and they tell you, you know, I really want to be put in a, in a bag and I want to be milked. You know, I want mm. to be wanked. I either want to come or I want to be denied. Yeah. Now, some of the time I don't really accept those sessions these days because I do find it to be a little bit insulting to my dominant acumen Yeah. because it's, well, you know, if you want that sort of experience, there you are lots go of ladies. to an escort and ask them to do this rather than come to you who because you're a dominate if you know what I mean you're supposed to be the one in control and I suppose if they're saying well, this is exactly what I want and I want you to wank me off and I want you to well they're telling you what they want if you know what I mean and it's a sexual thing rather than a um control thing isn't it I yeah, guess it I think a lot of it's about the equipment because of the studio it does have all the options to do a lot of things that you know maybe mm. they couldn't do but then you know my, I have ladies that I work with that escort and I sort of say, you'd probably be better booking with one of those ladies mm. and getting to use the equipment, mm. but in a more sexual fashion. The sessions mm. are sexual for me, but I don't I don't sort of But it's on your terms. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than on their terms, it's on your terms in a way, isn't it? You know? It has to be really, because otherwise I think that there does creep in this a little bit of questioning yourself and the self-loathing and you kind of think well hang on a minute you know I've worked really hard to to kind of hone in my skills to be a dominant person and yet mm. I'm here not doing what I want to do but I'm actually just doing something that 
I feel kind of obligated to do mm. and I never really want to put myself in that position no. anymore a lot no. when I was young but, you yeah, know, but I suppose well, that's the same as me. I mean, I um, I mean, I've been in the porn industry twenty years. Um, I've done boy girls, I've done gangbangs, I've done, you know what I mean. Like when I first started, and that's what I wanted to do. And I'm very glad I've done all of that. You know, like I wouldn't change any of it. Um, but now I only do what I want to do. I only want to shoot what I want to do. I don't shoot for other companies. I only shoot for myself. Um, I do direct for other companies, obviously. Um. But that's what I want to do. So it's all about learning what you, you know, when you first start doing something, you do do things that you're not, you're not quite certain if that's what you want to do. And you, and you move yourself into the things that, okay, this is what I really enjoy doing. And this is what, how I want my career to, to go, isn't it really? It's been really interesting for me, actually, because I've always been a session dominatrix. So mm. I've been filming for 10 years for some quite big companies, but they made all the money. They would have the big clips for sales stores. Yeah. They made, and, and I would mainly be doing it for promotional purposes and mm. to, <coughs> excuse me, and to sort of like, um, I don't know, learn, work with them, the honour of working with them. Mm. All during lockdown with OnlyFans, Mm. Um, I've had to think about my business model because mm. I have the capacity now to earn a lot more money doing the online stuff, mm. but in my heart and in my soul, I'm, I will always be a session mistress. Yeah. But there's a limit how much per hour you can make. So from a business perspective, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough. I, I have a really good team now that, that helps me with some of my online stuff and with my scheduling and, and, you know, they're kind of saying, look, we need more content. We want more content. You know, many minutes is taking off and <laughs> and everything's taking off. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm in this, I don't know, it's been really difficult for me in the past couple of months to refine my place in the world. Mm. So what I'm going to do is Monday and Tuesday are my session days. Mm. Wednesday is my admin day and Thursday and Friday are my filming days. Mm. And trying to just see what's what juggle everything isn't it yeah because before I was just making myself a bit mentally ill quite regularly I think a lot mm. of I think a lot of ladies in our industry suffer with this mm. because the side of you that's like you know you want to keep everybody happy you want to do the best you can do but then there's another side of you that's like it's got to two o'clock in the morning you've been working for probably 16 hours and you're like I don't want to tell you how small your fucking cock is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, I say this to everyone I've done the podcast to I just don't think some people realize how how much work there is behind the scenes as well as being a session dominatrix but also doing the content how much behind the scenes stuff goes on and how often how long you have to be online and and you know and you yeah. in a way you have to, it's I find it really difficult sometimes to switch off and go okay today I'm not doing anything I'm just gonna go out and I'm gonna do what I want to do you know what I mean like a Sarah day rather than an angel day it's yeah. Because your phone, it's, everything's on your phone if you're doing the online, like the OnlyFans. You can do it on your phone. And it's, you sometimes you just don't get any time to be yourself rather than yep. not, you know, Vivian, Vivian, like Lady Goddess, you know, it's, um, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of work. So I definitely think doing it that way where you do your sessions and you have the time to do your content. Do you ever find, did you find, do you find it hard sometimes with the rules and the, um, like for, uh, mastercard and visa and all of that for things that you're allowed to 
um, upload onto the um, the sites. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, most of, you know, I can't film most of my sessions now. Uh, yeah. I used, I used to have a middle ground where I would, I would set the lights up and I would film some of my session. And most of my guys don't mind because they're like, whatever pleases you. If it, if it makes you happy, if it makes you money, if it gives you a better life, let's do it. Mm. But anyway, I can't do whipping. I can't do flogging. I can't restrain four limbs. I can't do heavy face sitting. I can't do breath. Play. I mean, probably 50 out of 60 things on my, on my website that I offer. Mm. I can't. And there's just stupid things as well. Like why can't you piss in public? I mean, not mm. in public, but why can't you be fans? Mm. But, you know, I've got this 10 inch fucking dildo, but I'm going to ram that up my fanny. Yeah. But it, you can't, you can't, I can't comprehend who is making these rules. And, you know, the whole Atvod thing that came in was at the 1st of December 2019 or 2020. That just mm. decimated my online plans. And my clips for sales stores, I kind of just let those slide. And I found myself being put into a more vanilla, bit mm. uh, the OnlyFans model. Mm. Uh, two of my really good friends actually have come off OnlyFans because they're like, I can't be myself. I can't film what I want. I can't do what I want. I can't you be who I want. Exactly. You can't do pegging or anything on OnlyFans now, can you? Or can you? Well, I mean, I, I, I do pegging on there because one of my one of my OnlyFans is Strap On Mistress. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that would be, you could peg it. Was that for men and women kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, you could, sure. I thought you could do it because I, I, was, I was just talking to someone yesterday about it and she was saying, oh, you can do strap on, you can't do pegging. And I was like, I'm sure you can do pegging because I know that you and Susie uh, uh, have done pegging before and, yeah. and she uploads it and stuff. So, but um, I think it's, they change the rules don't they, all the time. Do you know what I mean? But um, do you like pegging a guy? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I mean, I think... Uh, I quite like I quite like the hip action, you know. The mm. uh, I've got I've got quite a good. I've You've got, got a good a, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> show me, come on, show me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's humping <laughs> the air right now. All I'm thinking about is being tied up, <laughs> and you just fucking me like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to get to see this hip action actually for real. Yeah. <laughs> you look so hot. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm blushing now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that would, that would be good. I'm, um, I wanted to know, though, you know, because obviously I've seen some of the things on your Twitter. How the fuck do you um, those like strap ons that are massive, like yeah. they are huge. Like how big are like how big is your biggest strap on dick? Well, oh, um, I have one. We've got one called Big Red. It right. doesn't come out. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of, he's kind of, I mean, you know, in comparison to my face, he's kind of, you know, he's not much, not much narrower than my head. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, I don't know how some of these tiny little Susie Best type ladies, yeah. you know, the, the physically their bone capacity, I'm not sure mm. how they do it. Mm. But it's training, and it's and it's it's being gradual as well. And how long does have, it take for a guy normally? Like I know everyone's different, so he doesn't all you know. But it, like you start off with a lot smaller dick, and then you just slowly move up. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of guys who are just there's not much warming up needed. Yeah, but, but I have a few. You know, I mean, my my partner, for example. 
like when we started doing strap on, we would use like normal sized cock mm. strap, like an eight inch, you know, like a normal one, mm. um, like a vacuum lock. And then he, I mean, he could take a fist. He, yeah. he plenty of noise when he's doing it, but yeah. he can. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure you know yourself, you know, if you do it in the right way, you'd be really surprised how much mm-hmm. you can. It's gradually doing it, isn't it? I do like fisting women. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like fisting women. Like I've done, I've done quite a bit of that for like my, for my porn and stuff like that. It's um, yeah, it's quite good. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I'm just now just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I do. Those dicks are fucking huge. Like, yeah, I quite like gay porn actually. I've got into mm. it over the last years. I've got really into gay porn. Yeah, so have I. And like, I, I don't know, hot men. I don't know. I, I, this, I think it's the taboo element of it. Mm. And, and I have a guy actually who makes me USB sticks of really kind of right on the cusp of being legal stuff. Yeah. You know, mum and daughter or sisters and and I enjoy that stuff but the stuff I really find myself going to is either the gay porn or I really enjoy this um this company called insects I don't think they're around anymore but they used to like tie ladies to the bed uh just by their like fingertips with twine and then they would put like a tarantula on and the tarantula kind of goes down into the pussy yeah. but just just sits there in that warm wet space and yeah. it doesn't you know, it's almost not sexual, but it's so sexual. And that, that kind of, for my brain, I don't know. And I am really into women getting kind of really quite heavily abused. <laughs> you know, I enjoy that. I mean, I think I feel guilty about enjoying it, but I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm into most things, really. But now and again, I'll just watch, you know, somebody get DP'd by you know, six black guys. That's also. Oh, yeah. Double, double stuff like I'm because I'm not d- double pussy or anything like that. I've never done that, and I used to watch loads of that. I've, weirdly, I am I, like <laughs> me, we all, me and my husband were watching a film the other day, and it was just a normal film. I can't think what it was fucking called, and ba- it was the ki- the kid. <laughs> it's quite bad, really. The kidnap of some girl, and like obviously she got kidnapped, but then it was the whole thing. Like he was obviously abusing her. Do you know what I mean? But in a weird way, I was like that's really hard yeah, obviously it's not I don't mean that that's awful do you know what I mean but it's like it was like a really old man with, or not he was no he's kind of middle age but she was like a younger girl and it was it was just really like I was really fucking turned on I was like Mark this is really horny <laughs> he's like you shouldn't be getting horny and I'm like I don't know what it is. I, th- I like I suppose because I like forced thing like forced stuff like my way of if if I'm not feeling in the mood like if you come force me to do something I'm like oh yeah that really gets gets me off so I think watching this film, <laughs> this normal film I was like that's really naughty <laughs> but it's it's so wrong obviously because it's you know but it was it, it yeah I like to be like made to do it if you know what I mean so yeah <laughs> I'm so naughty <laughs> like I've wanked off to the beheading of Anne Boleyn and things like that you know like Elizabeth the Golden Age like normal films mm. like my kink started when I was like 12 and I watched like Spartacus I was brought up an Irish Catholic by the way yeah. and at I kind of used it because my dad's full Irish, my mum's full English, but my dad was quite a controlling type. Mm. And 
it would have me watching all these like Braveheart films and all that kind of thing. And, you know, like when he's being hung, drawn and quartered or when there's a whipping scene or they're in the galleys and or like, you know, 12 years a slave. Mm. I find that arousing, yeah. you know, imagine that now doing the job I do. But when I was 12, you know, I would I'd stand there on my bed and I would auction myself off to all these like imaginary slave traders yeah. and then like, rub my fanny on the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> I love it that's brilliant (laughs) did you reckon that did you know that you were going to become a when did you know that you were going to become a dominatrix in a way like was that a young age where you're like yeah I think I I think I want to do this or was it like you said I know you you kind of moved into it slowly whatever with the escort and then moved into it but like was there a point when you went you know what this is what I want to do yeah, I think I think I was about twenty. I was at university, and um, and and I sort of it didn't really fit. I was going to be a lawyer, and it just didn't didn't fit. And I'd kind of been engineered from a very young age to be a lawyer. I was an only child and stuff. Mm. And it, it was partially rebellion, and it was partially chasing that lifestyle. But then it was it was the way that I felt after the man had left with this mm. bee smile and this and I just felt this power inside of me and I just kind of thought you know what like this is what I'm meant to do and I didn't really give a shit what anybody thinks and obviously Mm. you have as well when I was younger I used to get a lot of stick from like the people in my community and I would are and they'd be like oh yeah well you know she's a sex worker and that's actually and I used to think well fuck you you know if you could do Mm. it do Mm. it but yeah, once I started to build Celestial, I started to build Celestial five and a half years ago now. Um, and yeah, I, I thought, I mean, I've invested 350 grand into this place and mm. it's not a place, it's a rented, it's a big rented warehouse. Mm. And I thought, well, I'm in here, I'm going to be here for the next 20 years. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, because I, I love what I do so much that, you know, it wasn't really about getting quick money and having one room and just having like a, a kind of getting the, the essential things you need to be a dominatrix for mm. me it was creating a life for myself where I woke up in the morning I thought right you know what today I want to be I want to be medical mistress and I want to I'm going to sew someone's balls up today and I'm, yeah. I'm going to go through my phone what do I want and I'm going to call them in for a session and do you know I feel like I finally earned that mm. it took t- almost a decade and I finally got to that place where mm. I've got those boys on speed dial I can go up to Edinburgh and Mistress Inkis calls it dial a slave and I turn up in Edinburgh and I'm like right Alan I want this right John I want this boom, boom, boom. And, and, you know, it's like, and I love that and I think that's mm. great mm. um tried the vanilla life I tried vanilla partners didn't work just it just it just didn't work mm. I like somebody told mm. and that's mm. the way I am yeah, but that I think it. Yeah, I think it's great that you've you've learned who you are. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and you know, you know so much about yourself in a way. There's so many people out there that like don't really let just stay in doing the you know the mundane things and like oh well you know got to do this because this is the norm or like you know the fact that you've gone okay well this is what this is really what I want to do and like you say you've built this this studio up like is it so it's quite a big studio then that you've um that you've got yourself really it lots is, of yeah. different things it's about the size of uh I would say it's about the size of four tennis courts oh wow yeah uh, on two floors so like yeah. two two maybe maybe one and a half tennis courts a floor maybe two it's mm. quite big 
But when I got it, it had no no sockets, no wiring, no water supply, no no ceilings. It was mm. for it was mm. used as a uh, warehouse where they would just put beer kegs and store them. Yeah, and, and so. I had to just do everything you can imagine I've put in, but it's meant that I've been able to design it exactly how I want it. Yeah. My baby. (laughs) Are you good at, were you good at that? Like, did you, did you, uh, yeah, no, I would be shit. So like, I am like, but did you, so did you start, okay, we've got this base, like, you know, this big empty space. Did you go, did you plan it all out first or did you go, right, I'm going to plan it. I'm going to do this area first. And then I'll, once I've got all that, I'm going to move on to this area. Or did you, did you plan out the whole lot of how you wanted it? I, um, I planned out the whole lot first, mm. uh, but my planning was, um, not very good. So it was like, right, this is going to be a sissy room here. And this is going to be a prison cell here. And this is going to be a bedroom and this is going to be for ponies and this can be a stable. And, I made the huge mistake of thinking, I'm going to do it all in one go. Yeah. And in, with hindsight, what I would have done is started with a small little medical room, got that perfect, used mm. that to work, then worked on the dungeon, got that good, then worked in the torture square, got that done, then worked. But I was so excited and I, and I was so kind of like, and because the clients I have are very diverse, mm. I thought, or now and I want to have everything now and so actually I've had to kind of revisit each room one mm. by one make them better mm. and add things change things um so I kind of I've learned a lot along the way but I'm not um like my um I'm a lot like my mom so she's kind of like magnolia and gold and very kind of safe mm. and, and neutral and I got this place and I thought right fuck it I'm gonna go mad yeah. and actually I'm not a cre- you know you know these amazing interior designers and they have these amazing color palettes and that, <laughs> that yeah. is so not yeah. like, <laughs> I, I have no fashion sense either <laughs> and I wear like different patterns and like because <laughs> yeah. exactly I'm, um, so did you get into the obviously you're saying about um you've worked for a lot of other people making like the fetish videos and stuff um did you do did you say you did that before you kind of did the had your own you had your you've got your own place um you were shooting for like other people and going and doing what they wanted to do and stuff it, it wasn't it you know do you much do well, pref- I bet you prefer doing it for yourself though well it's interesting because I worked with a couple of quite big companies like Fetish Galaxy. We went down to Murder Mile Studios in London and it ended up me directing and running everything anyway. Mm. Um, And, you know, there wasn't really any gratitude for that. Mm. Yeah. Um, Whereas when I worked with the English um, and for like Kinky Mistresses, so I've worked with, I've done like a lot of um, content share for Mm. the Mistresses, which is very much a but the, when I go and work for the English mansion, they will pay me to act as their model. They do the scenes. They organize everything. You could not meet. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Susie's told you. Mm. She's just Mr. Tony is just the most adorable lady on the planet. She's just so kind. She, she, you know, she's there fanning you and getting you drinks and mm. not porn shoots I did when I was young. Like yeah. totally. Yeah. You know, it, she she's just really and actually I really like that because. She's so creative, you know. She's she's sort of into her fifties now. Mm. She things that I could never dream up mm. because experience and and the finer details and the tuning, mm. 
perfect. And she'll work all day for five scenes, five 20 minute scenes that are just breathtaking and perfect and so mm. real. And I feel like I feel very honoured to be a part of her production. Mm. Where I feel like when I watch my own stuff, I'm I've still got so much learning and growing to do. Mm. Um, I, I'm always the first thing I think about when I watch my videos is, well, that's not quite right. I want that to be done differently. That rope's not neat enough. That outfit's not quite right. Your hair's not. Yeah, but that's know. probably because you're being more judgmental on yourself. Um, because I do exactly the same. I'm like, oh god, you know, we should have done this. Or we should have done that. Should have done that. Or we should have done this different. And, and no one else is probably realizing it, but it, it is because you're judge. You're judging it. Obviously, I suppose for the rope tying and things, that's a very particular thing that people will notice if things are wrong like um rather than you'll notice all the other things as well do you know what I mean it's like you'll be very critical of yourself but you'll you'll get to that point of you'll be the same as as them up there you know because you're learning from that you've learned from them all the time hope so and you know what you know sometimes like I'll think my hair looks shit and then mm. I get two messages only fans from guys that are like I love it when you've got messy hair I love it when you I love mm. when you I love it when you don't have makeup on and, you, and I think actually you know if we didn't have these men in our lives my life would be a lot less colorful and a lot less happy without them to be honest mm. and then confidence where you know it's all right you know you do have to be a perfectionist and you do have to keep striving to be better but at the same time you have to give yourself a pat on the back sometimes and go do you know what actually that was pretty fucking good yeah it's, isn't it yeah, I know. I, I do love it when people message me. Like my kink for when I first got into porn was I just wanted to fuck loads of people. Um, because back then you didn't we didn't have any social media like um or anything. So it was literally I wanted to make porn and I wanted it, you know, I wanted to fuck all these people, get paid for it. And, you know, and I like the thought of people watching it, but I didn't really know that people were watching it because there was no way of anyone to get hold of me ever do you know what I mean whereas now like um I'm loving how OnlyFans is because mainly OnlyFans I mean there's obviously you've got the social media and stuff but um I'm not not don't tend to be on there very often but I love when I make something and then people comment and like well I have people that have signed up to my OnlyFans that used to watch me back in the day like when I was like 20 years old you know no well three shit tattoos you know like really I used to be so fucking skinny and um you know and it's like I look so much better now, but they they love it. I love chatting to people that have have seen all of that because I I didn't used to get to chat with them before. So I just love I just love knowing that I'm turning them on and they're watching. So OnlyFans is good for that, really, and being able to to do that. It, it, you much you get the same when people like you say it's helped you with confidence and stuff. But like I think it's cool when people watch what you've made. And have that instant reaction of, oh my God, that was everything I uh, everything I was expecting, wasn't it? And needing. Yeah. And and the ones that are like, I saw you when you were 19 in Germany, <laughs> this and that. And you're like, oh, like makes you blush a bit. You're yeah. like, like super fans. And they they, you know, and you don't realize because we don't really keep a track of, let's say, our clips for sale or our yeah. I want clip who's buying what. Yeah. But I would have bought everything you've ever made. Mm. Some of these guys I've ever made. And, you know, and we, you know, when we have those days when we wake up in the morning, we think, oh, my fucking hair's shit, or this is crap, or I've got spots all over my face, or whatever. And, you know, it's those, it's those guys that 
they kind of bring you up and you know and it's like but we've still got super fans they mm. they he would literally he would lick my vagina clean if i hadn't washed it for a week you know it just makes you happy don't it? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love it have you ever done any um like webcamming um dominatrix stuff or not i'm terrible at it to be honest um it's really not not I, I briefly touched on it during lockdown because I was like, oh, my God, I've got to close my studio. I've got all these overheads. What the fuck am I going to do? And mm. there's Scarlett Graves, who's really lovely. She's an illustrator. She's a creative, got gorgeous tattoos everywhere. Mm. And she's like, um, come move in with me and I'll show you how to do direct IM, which is like webcam, mm. but with webcam. Mm. Because what I'm finding is when I was going on webcam, it'd be like, yeah, mistress, uh, show me your nylons. Yeah, mistress, do this. Yeah, mistress, take this. Mm. And I'd be yeah, yeah that's not actually you being yeah, a dominatrix in a way that doesn't turn me on at all and, and I was really finding um I was really finding it really hard and I think when I tried to do it during lockdown everybody was doing it and there mm. were a lot of people very established doing it mm. so I went direct I am and I really found my niche and mm. I looked stories so these guys will come in and I can tell them an executrix fantasy or all the fantasies that are too grotesque or too extreme to do in real life I can do on this what fan, what one's that then that you're just saying well, tell me I mean some of them they they love kind of like a rape fantasy and um, so basically what we were talking about earlier and how we were <laughs> getting and, turned on with the videos <laughs> that you know some, some of the stuff that these guys talk to me about is kind of like I don't know if it's fit for air, really, but yeah, yeah just more the extreme stuff that you can't get, that you wouldn't that you wouldn't necessarily do in a session anyway. It's all word because it's at the end of the day, it's story written, it's talking. Do you know what I mean? So it's fine, kind of thing, isn't it? But you wouldn't necessarily film it. That's the thing. I'm, I'm uh, I was going to be a historian, so well, I went to university to do history in English, and then I was going to do a conversion to law. But I've always been a historian, and. And I'm, I'm, I still now like I'm a, I'm, I'm a very nerdy person. I read every night. That's how I go to sleep. Um, and I'm always reading about, you know, Caligula or some dirty bastard. And mm. and like just I don't know, I can kind of I can go on these journeys where I become the siren on the beach that's that's dragging these semen in and that's going to devour them. And, and yeah. you know, and I don't know, I really enjoy that fantasy element of it. And to be honest, I'm a tomboy. I'm not naturally a, you know, you know those ladies who get up every morning and do all their makeup and they do their hair every day and they look amazing. Yeah. And I, I wish I'd be like you, but I know that I never will. <laughs> I always go, I really want to be like that. And I'll, I'm just never going to be, I'm 40. I'm never, I'm not going to suddenly change like my, my whole fucking personality of like getting up and doing my makeup every day and perfect. And I love, I love that thought of being like that, but I think I'm just, I'm just too lazy to do it. Or I've just no, I am a more of, I am a, yeah, a tomboy, I suppose. Like, you know, I'm not necessarily a daredevil tomboy, like riding my bike and this, that and the other, but just not a very big glamour puss. No, and you know what? You know, for girls like us, I think that when you put your full makeup on, the transformation is so much. Like, you look mm. beautiful. You look like a very, like a natural mm. sort of gentle. But then when you get all that boom, like, va va boom on, yeah. it's just so kind of different and it's so special. But it also means that you can, it's almost like your wall paint and your, yeah. this whole. You become other, that persona. Yeah. And the things that you wouldn't do as Sarah, you'd definitely do as Angel. And, yeah, and, definitely. And I'm the same. 
Have you ever well, um, have you ever nailed cock and balls to the table? I have done that, yeah, and I've nailed them to a post and left a guy outside. And uh, how long yeah. did you leave him for? Yeah, I, I left him for well overnight. I did the most amazing session one time. We did a crucifixion session with um, a lady called Mistress Marana, who she's a Lithuanian artist and also a mm. dom in London, gorgeous lady. And she has a sub that we went to Brighton together and he hired this fabulous kind of uh, like um, country cottage, but it had all its own grounds and it had its own lake and everything. Mm. So we nailed him into this boat um, and pushed him out overnight. Um, and then we, we we took him inside and we did give him a few narcotics and uh, yeah. we crucified him. Uh, yeah. We his throat and whipped him unconscious and had and then the next day we like suspended him under this bridge and like stuffed all his orifices with nettles and like yeah. I love that you know, I, I I live for that but the yeah. the there's probably only 10% of the guys that come and see me that would allow me to staple their eyes shut staple their mouths shut staple you know get the I mean I love mangina so I shave the balls put the cock inside the balls sew it all up put a catheter in and love yeah, all that and then, no way how did you learn to do all of that though like just through practice or being taught it or or what a mixture to be honest I mean mm. uh it was things like needles it's it's mainly practice you know because mm. actually you know when you see these beautiful kind of art artworks on someone's back and they've got like a you know a pink flower here and a blue that's really hard to do I mean I'm still not very good at it. I've, I've written Vivian in needles quite yeah. perfectly proud of that but you know it doesn't go down too well and when you're doing the really extreme stuff it's uh you can't sell it anywhere I can't no. sell for can't sell most of the stuff that I love to do so it, it it tends to be like uh I don't know you tend to be a bit bit tamer but yeah with the breath play I've had to have lessons with a lot of the rope I've had to have lessons and it's about being able to say yeah do you know what I'm a dominant person but that doesn't mean I'm queen of everything no exactly. you've got to and I'm always open you know people say to me I think actually maybe you're not doing that quite right. Maybe you should do this differently. I said, oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm older, there have been a few instances where I've had to say to people, there was an instance in Italy where, again, because I, the Catholic in me, um, I love crucifixion. It's just something I can't get away from. Yeah. And feel crossed. And we're working with this other mistress who uh, uh, is a bit too brutal, to be honest. And she was she was throwing a whip, but instead of, letting the whip roll and cracking it she was just swinging it round and it was just slicing open this guy all his oh, stomach wow. yeah um the areas that you shouldn't touch and then he passed out and she just walked out of the room and left him so we like quickly kind of cut him down and sort yeah. him out um and I did have to before a few years ago I wouldn't have really been brave enough but I sort of said listen you know I don't think that you should be doing it like that you know but I'm more than happy to spend a bit of time with you and in the end actually I spent a bit of time showing her how to do it properly mm. and I felt quite myself because actually it's one thing kind of saying after the after the event oh well you know she should have done it like this but yeah. I think the is to go yeah maybe I could show you you know how to do this better loads of mm. loads of ladies with me I'll tell you when I get overexcited you know so yeah but that I suppose at the end of the day it's all a learning curve isn't it and if someone hasn't you know they might be brutal dominatrix in, in certain things but they might just not know how to do other things and and if you can teach them 
it is way better to teach them rather than like well you know don't do it like that after after the the after yeah. the session you know oh my god you're teaching you're learning so many things have you got any any tips for um anal sex for for men that want to come to you and and uh want to do some have some anal sex in some ways yeah i mean i really like meo as a brand for mm. anal training always because a lot of them they have a hole in the top of the butt plug mm. so all the air shape because you know sometimes ah, that's very true isn't it all the way in because it looks really horny to take it all the way out and all the way in but if it's not got in air in every time and you you kind of you you know your colons and your intestine is kind of getting kind of bruised by the air yeah. so I find that really of depth training so get a square peg colon snake or something like that push mm. that you know 22 four inches because depth training um not that i've ever done it but i've spoken to a lot of people who who i do it too and they've said you know it feels really different it's one thing feeling really full like kind of girth wise mm. but it's another like you've got something actually trailing through your intestines and up into your colon and is that how that does that though because I've never done anything like this but I've seen some like uh like I love Natalie Mars and stuff like that and like what she can yeah what she can fit in her asshole is fucking amazing do you know what I mean and that is it is like the longer thinner like and so that just she how do how do you do that then it's just they push it all up, it goes all the way up in your intestines is that what you, is that how they obviously I suppose that is really isn't it? But well yeah, I mean sometimes I've had it a couple of times where you can sort of feel if it's not in there properly, and mm. and it's you, you can just sort of feel um, just from holding the, the external part, and then it just pops out back on itself. Mm. So some not got it quite right you can still fit it in but I guess it coils round itself in in kind of actual um in your uh, in your ass I don't know but as opposed to kind of going up up up. um but yeah I mean uh I, I suppose I think everybody should try it to be honest because I think I've had so many men over the years that you know the first session they're so embarrassed so they're like I don't want any sex mistress you know because they think that that would kind of demasculate them in my mm. eyes and then over time they're kind of like I'll try a little bit of anal and if I put my finger up their ass just as they're close to coming with a milking machine on their cock oh my god it gives it's them fucking a explode it gives them yeah and I've had guys have asgasms where like you know that like it's mm. like white creamy stuff comes mm. out like like um yeah not 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 actual and it's just it's amazing and I'm quite into anal sex to be honest as well although I'm uh, I don't do it as often as I ought to mm. but uh, quite into it and I think you know the idea for me I don't know I get in that really dirty mode and I've got like a doxy on my clit or I'm frigging my clit and, yeah. and I want the stretch and I want to, I want it to feel painful and I want it to hurt and, yeah. I, and and I like poppers too so I think yeah. yeah I think you should try it you know if if these if these are kind of scared I would just say you know try it get something small definitely with a vibration helps when it's mm. going in feels better they do these you know wish.com they do these amazing inflatable vibrating plugs and you can take the like the bike pump bit out so it stays in and mm. the remote controlled toys i'm loving these lush toys as well i think they're amazing what do you have do you mean the one the ones that the, you can control when they've got it in them or um yeah. mm. 
Yeah, there's, there's one that's like a, you know, like a flashlight, mm. but it's as a lush version and it and it you can control whether it's sucking whether it's vibrating and then there's the there's the butt plugs and there's the the pink ones that go in your in your in your vaginally um I think they're amazing mm-hmm. and uh, you know I've not actually ever allowed anyone to control me with one although I've, I've considered it I bought the pink one I was like I'm going to start doing webcam and, yeah because <laughs> I like more for my own personal pleasure because I'd find it really horny yeah uh, because I'm not sure whether my fan base would appreciate me being, you know, that there. And but yeah. I certainly would. That. And I kind yeah. of think, you know, don't like it. They know where the door is, don't they? There'll be people who do like it. So, yeah, yeah. I love the fact that um, that you're a dominatrix, but you also switch and can be, yeah. and you go and pay other dominatrix or for your own kinks like that's because you don't hear about that very often I shot this girl in um in America um her name's Brooklyn Gray um because obviously basically I shoot um we shoot f- uh, for Evil Angel in America and last January we went to America and I shot this girl called Brooklyn Gray um and I was listening to a podcast she did and she has actually gone and visited a dom and had a full-blown I can't, don't know who what dom who who it was kind of thing um but she was talking about it and she's very submissive and she 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 liked the whole um I don't really know where I was going with this but (laughs) I was just thinking about her going to a dominatrix and I just thought I just think it's cool like it's not something that I have ever thought of doing as a um as a personal thing but I actually think I think I would quite enjoy it I think you would I think I would like, you know, like, like chatting with you and, and um, I suppose it's just not something that I've, yeah, I've just not really looked into doing, but I think to, cause I, when I was listening to this girl, I was just giving complete control to someone and, and yeah, I'm going to, I'm anyway, I'm looking forward to coming. <laughs> to I feel like too, you're always in control You've been doing this a long time. You shoot for Evil Angel. I mean, do you know what I mean? Belladonna is one of my most favourite ladies in oh, the world ever. Yeah. She's amazing, isn't she? But like, oh my God. Mm. I'd like to be, when I was younger, I, I, I would have loved to have done more of that really extreme stuff, but I wasn't that body confident, to be honest. And mm. and, and so I would hide in latex or rubber or, uh, or leather because maybe I didn't feel like, you know, maybe I was... I don't know that that that's mm. sexy down there, and I'm considering having my funny lips chopped and nose. Are job. you? It's, or you wet then? Yeah, yeah I, you've had them. No, I said, are you? Is that what you're considering, or you you were considering that kind of thing? I still want to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sat here. This, I mean, I mean, quite quite tight. Uh, I'm just going to have to adjust myself, you know, and it's like. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I'd love, I love those little pretty slit pussies that are just yeah. like don't have any inner labia in there. Because I guess that's what I've been subconsciously. That's what I was brought up with from a very young age. As mm. as, as you know, when you watch porn, mm. you know, in the kind of in the in the late nineties and early two thousands, that was kind of the expected, the norm. Everybody. I mean, I've had loads of hair removal, so I don't. I I love Susie's bush. I can't mm. grow off. Of because I've had too much laser removal all over my yeah. body now. Yeah. Mine just one hair here and one hair here. It looks shit if I grow up. <laughs> you know, and I, and I just think, you know, how fashions have changed. But yeah. um, 
go back to you and and your your kind of expertise I think that that it, it would be really fun for you because you're always in control and you usually there's an end game to what you're doing mm. you're doing it's it's really hot but you've while you're getting fucked or while you're doing fucking or while, when you're kind of shooting yeah you're enjoying it and you're getting a bit turned on by it but you're also thinking I've got to get this angle right I've yeah. got to, I've got to be and I've got to, there's none of that but it's mm. you and somebody else in that room in that space mm. just kind of actually pleasing each other and doing it just for the sake of gratification not for anybody else's viewing pleasure and I think that mm. there's in today's world and in our line of work it's just so freeing and it's so I just I live for it Mm, yeah I know you're, you're now making me think about it you know <laughs> I'm gonna go to my husband I think I'm gonna go for a dom session like I do mm. do you know this guy recommend he um he's just lent me his uh his 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 dungeon which I, I can show you if you like um mm. and, um he basically he, he was moving house so he said look can you store my entire dungeon in one of your rooms I said yeah that's fine I've got a room that's empty at the minute we'll do it and he is he's called Mr Cage mm. and he's worth looking into um depending on whether you want whether you want men or, or women he's quite extreme he scares me I booked a session then bottled him still paid him full price he didn't ask for it but I was like listen I, you know it's not fair yeah. but I just bought honest with him and I just said I'm terrified I'm really because when I've done sessions in the past it has been on my terms and this yeah. would be not on my terms and and the excitement of it and you know and I'm thinking about it I'm wanking so hard yeah but yet comes to it I'm like oh I do I actually want to give up that little bit that you had if you know what I mean I mean he, he could hurt you you know that is that is the thing is that he loves he's a sadist a real sadist I mean mm. I have tendencies he is an all out and out sadist and mm. the things that he does with girls he does a lot of kidnap scenarios real kidnap scenarios but he'll make them wait somewhere and you know they have to wait there for an hour and any time in that hour he could come but he comes dressed in black bundles him in a van fucks them over you know really hurts them brings them he's like nailed them to the floor before and stapled yeah. parts but equally so He's really into stretching. He loves fisting women. And and I find him fascinating. I can sit and talk to him for eight hours. Mm. You know, we, and he's just telling me all this stuff and about how he's sometimes, you know, there's been an occasion where he's gone too far. I mean, I've had loads of occasions where I've gone too far. And, and you know, the sub hasn't felt like that. And actually, it's been their favourite part of the session. Yeah. But the aftermath for yourself, where you go home and you think, hang on a fucking minute. Yeah. I've I've encouraged some guy to do X, Y, and Z, or I've mm. done it to moreover, they've enjoyed it and they're going to come back and, and I've, I've created something in their brain that's going to make them want to do that, which could potentially be damaging to them or, mm. and you have all the, you have this, you know, and to the balance of, I, of like in your own, your, for your own mental brain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I can see that the two people and the two I mean I have bipolar disorder as well so I do have periods where I'm manic and I do have periods where I'm manic depressive and I do have periods where I'm like I just can't deal with anything mm. and my dealing with that is is um has always been my domination mm. and then it's been my my exercise because I, mm. I 
I stopped filming as well and just started doing such because I got a bit tubby and I wasn't really very happy with myself and it took me a long time I started last last April with a personal trainer four times a week and changed my life I feel so proud of my body now I still don't eat very well but um but I'm from kind of both my parents work full time and they were like oh you know here's McDonald's or here's pizza yeah. and that's kind of so your your um your what's the word I'm looking for? Your what's it, something or other with food is is not very good. What's the word I'm looking for? My relationship. That's food, the word. I... Yeah, your relationship with food is not not the greatest. You know. No, and and you know, I mean, I have I have some of my boys are very um, well to do, and mm. you know, are eating boys, and you get that sort of that sort of type quite a lot in in this um, this industry. I think I think it's because there's so much in control of their lives mm. and their business, their home, and they want to come and just relinquish control. But they've taken me to really amazing restaurants, and over the past few years, this job has given me the opportunity to learn what I do like. I love yeah. seafood, I love lobster, and you know, and but don't get me wrong, I can't eat that all the time because it takes a while, doesn't it, to cook it or to go to a restaurant. Yeah. So a lot. You know, it's kind of like right I've got 10 minutes so I'm gonna have to do an extra half an hour training session and yeah yeah I know but exercise does I uh, like because I obviously with COVID and all that like um because I'm I was high risk or whatever the word yeah high risk whatever it is so it literally went obviously it hit like I was kind of completely and utterly freaked out about it um didn't go out my house and all of that obviously I'm a lot more calmer about it now um but I stopped obviously going to the I like CrossFit I'd stopped going to CrossFit and everything and like I wouldn't say my mental health was really bad or anything, but it was, I can definitely feel the difference with now going back to exercise. You know, I'm so unfit at the moment, but yet I'm just, it has, has helped my head a lot. Like exercise, you know, you, you never come out of a session going, Oh God, I feel so bad. You know what I mean? You always come out of a session going, you know what? I feel good now. Like I feel like, I can take on the day kind of thing because I like to work out in the morning I even work out in the morning if Mark comes with me I do lunchtime because he's not good in the mornings um if he's not coming then I go in the mornings because even though I'm fucking knackered I'm like no because I can get up and I can do it do you know what I mean but um and I can get on with my day but I always feel so much better like oh god me too I live for mm -hmm. it Monday Wednesday 8 a.m now honest to god I've been a sex worker since I was 18. So mornings have never been a thing for me. I, I would roll out of bed at 11 a.m., yeah. start working at and work till midnight. And I've always been mm. a really bad gambler. Might be interesting, might not be. I've always been a, an avid poker player. But, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and, and I find for me, you know, it's like I'm up and I'm awake and I've had my pre-workout and, and you're, you're halfway there because you have to have a shower after because you're all sweaty. Once yeah. you've had a shower, oh I might as well put my fucking makeup on I might as well do some filming you know and it's it's yeah. like a really yeah um, have you ever won lots of money though just going back to your poker yeah. do you do it on have you been doing it online obviously because we, you know if it, do you do do you go to play did you used to go to places to do poker or do is it mainly online I don't I I'm not really um don't know much about poker or like gambling or anything like card games or and whatnot um but do you do it online or how do you do it uh, well, I, uh, yeah, I, I do it this and that. <laughs> oh, so I don't, I don't go to casinos anymore because I'm self-excluded from all the casinos yeah. in the country. 
because I, uh, you know, earning the money that we earn, um, and I started earning it at 18, um, it was kind of like when I'd finish work at like half 10, 11 o'clock at night and all my friends were in bed and I'd be like, right, I've got all this money and I'm yeah. fucking hyped great day where am I going to go and I go to the casino every night yeah. <laughs> back then I was a really 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 bad poker player so was, <laughs> you've improved <laughs> as you've got older <laughs> and excluding yourself from the casinos is good <laughs> yeah I I, uh, I actually I do run home games um mm. you know and uh, and that that's been really fun, and I can I can deal professionally as well, and oh, I know amazing. about the game, and I'm you know I, playing online. I have played online. I play some tournaments online very occasionally when the mm. when payout's good enough, but I'm not really a tournament player. And uh, tournament is sort of you buy in for let's say fifty dollars, but you have to there's 2000 runners but then you have to get to the top 50 to get paid whereas cash you can buy in for however much you want mm. and you can pay as little or as long as you want and then leave my attention span is kind of optimal at like two three hours yeah you know once on that point i start spunking all my money off and playing bad and mm. in a tournament you can play like that whereas in cash you can yeah but i tell you what, really interesting the, the sex industry and the poker are both two two fields where you'll meet some characters yeah like really in people like or the crazy people that are just I don't know when you're sat at a poker table you are sat with eight other people who are just so completely different to you one of them will be like a multimillionaire who has got his own five jewelry shops in the jewelry quarter yeah. one of them will be you know a professional dog racer one of them will be a jock one of them the mummy and daddy have given him loads of money for houses and one of them will be an accountant one of them will be a, a nightclub owner it's like they're all they're all characters mm. and it's a very male dog environment oh, i bet you very, love that don't you like yeah, as in you very female and yeah i can be a real i can be like a very i can i'm the feminist in the group mm. but also i'm probably raucous and the most rough out of all of them because I can be in that environment and I can just be I don't know my most base self like, yeah and it doesn't matter because there's normally not any other ladies there I don't yeah. have to worry polite so I can yeah. just be <laughs> yeah you, yeah how cool is that you know <laughs> I love, have you always been you see you've always been into like uh poker and stuff even when you were like first got in the in, like the adult industry and stuff yeah, so uh, to be honest, I wish that I hadn't have been because I've lost, uh, I've lost over a quarter of a million pound um, gambling from wow. when I was eight. Three. Yeah, I used to have this thing called um, poker tracker, uh, so you can actually physically keep a track of exactly what you're winning and losing. So you yeah. can't, you can't. So yeah, yeah, I'm winning. It's like no, 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 it's all you there. can see. Oh yeah. Um, but no, I've, I've, I do better nowadays. But to be honest, I just organise games either mm. online, or, you know, and and then I I kind of we have a, a dealer in house here, either myself or somebody else. I have a table, and then we just deal all the cards out, and we'll do like we can we do we play Zoom games sometimes, or we do like um, yeah. But my my main kind of goal is once that once covid regs kind of mm. fuck up uh, i'm going to start hosting them here again so mm. i've been locked down i was hosting some games here mm. just friendly games you know there's no rake there's no 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 illegal aspects yeah. of it but 
bringing people together and having a giggle. And I've always wanted to combine the two. Can you imagine a kinky nightclub yeah. where, like, there's Susie Best on pole, you're doing a sex show out front, yeah. and then, you know, they come upstairs and there's, like, this mad poker world where there's all these really hot women serving drinks and yeah. an extra it's available. I mean, I'm not sure how legal it'd be, but... yeah. <laughs> see you never know (laughs) I love it can I ask you just a few like non like non uh fetish non um dom kind of questions and just like kind of things like what's your favorite food to eat what's my favorite food to eat lobster lobster tail yeah and salad and I don't know. Yeah, seafood. Seafood, I just love. Because I, I was scared of every food when I was a kid. Mm. If it if it didn't have tomato on it and it wasn't a chicken nugget or a burger, I wasn't going anywhere near it. But now mm. I'm like, I'm all new food. Like I love I love bream. I love rainbow trout. I love mussels, clams, oysters, like crab. Oh, my God. Tandoori crab from the curry house. That's hard to beat. I've never had that. Have tandoori king crab. I used to work in a curry house before I was a sex worker, and uh, I learned a lot about curry. And my yeah. god, like that there was like a, they only used to bring that out when it was somebody's special birthday or something because it's expensive. But yeah, we, yeah, we can treat ourselves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what kind of music do you like? Um, I have really embarrassing taste in music. I go to Download Festival every year with one of my sissies, and I do mm. like rock but if I'm going to be brutally honest with you which I have been throughout um I really like Bashman and Raga and Dancehall Afrobeats and you know like dirty 1990s gangster rap yeah oh I love it yeah I love that too and um (laughs) what kind of films do you like uh, really sad like I'm, I, I, I like funny films I like anything with Adam Sandler in I love Jim Carrey um he's a lot like my dad um and actually me before I had Botox uh, I, got, <laughs> I can be a bit you know I'm, 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 I, I make some weird faces me like, <laughs> like I, I'm just like fuck am I doing Mark we did a scene yesterday it's so funny we did a scene yesterday so basically um because obviously I haven't done any filming like literally for a year like done nothing obviously we've started shooting we know to be fair we've only just started shooting again um like this month but um I want to practice my filming because you know at the end of the day I am going to be going we are going to be going to America like I don't think it'll be this year but next year and um I'm thinking I need just need to practice so basically we did this scene um where I'm holding the camera so my POV and we had a had a a girl come down and we were like all shooting together but um (laughs) I was let down I was like yeah let my pussy and everything (laughs) and I went up to my husband who's banging like we're 40 banging this 24 year old pussy and he's like And I was, I was just laughing because I, and I pulled the camera back down, and uh, when, when, when she had gone, I was just, I was so, it was like you're really like, you know that real like, oh yeah, like, like it just made me laugh because he's the same as me when he's shagging, he makes these weird faces, and I was like, yeah, you were there thinking, fucking out this twenty four year old pussy on my fucking old dick. <laughs> so funny. You think you? <laughs> 30 as you've got older. I don't I know. 
yeah I don't know I, th- I don't know whether it's because maybe I like I've been in the porn industry and sex has been my industry for so long um and I was I sort of came out of shooting porn and went into doing a bit of webcam and I did webcam for like five years and I think that jaded my head a little bit because it was like I love making porn I love fucking I love like making those videos like you know like we were talking about earlier like I don't you know and I think the the webcam I yeah I just got really fucking bored in my head um Mm -hmm. even though I love what you know I, I enjoyed it yeah exactly I enjoyed it you know but it just fucked like I was bored and it's as yeah. simple as that. And I think COVID hit and obviously we had to, we couldn't produce stuff. And, you know, I love fuck, I love filming. Like the stuff we shot for evil were, I'll have to send you the trait, like that hardcore, like real fucking. And I love doing that, but I've now started shooting for myself again. You know, only with COVID hitting, I had to do, you know, I had to sort of do OnlyFans. Not that I had to do it, but like, I moved, you know, I wasn't producing at all. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start like doing some porn. And I fucking love it again. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think with doing webcam for like however long it was, it just jaded my brain a little bit and made me a little bit like bored with just the sex industry, I suppose. And like that then kind of goes into yourself at home as well, doesn't it? Um, And since doing, I've realized that I still fucking love porn. Like, so for the last year and a half, like my horniness has come out even fucking more. Like, you know, I'm enjoying everything again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's, I do think that we, at the end of the day, everyone, when, when they do any job, like you can get bored. Do, you know, I've done it for 20 years. Like I've been in the industry 20 years, you know, and sometimes you have to make a change, don't you? You know, and for so me, you don't you? Mm. You go clothes as well. You'll do a scene. You know, you, you do a couple of scenes and you kind of feel like you're going through the motions. And then you'll have some somebody come in, you know, and they'll either ask you for a custom that's a bit different, or you know, you, you're yeah. working with former or you're working with your partner doing something different. And all of a sudden it just reignites something in mm. you. I, mm. I was doing with one of my friends. Um, she's actually the first girl I ever had a threesome with when we were 14 in my friend's tent in the back garden. We all had a load of cat. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. of her face and like and she and anyway she was like you want to fuck you want to fuck my boyfriend like in front of yeah. me and, and I, I'll lick your funny at the same time I was like all right then yeah. anyway she, she was a nurse for a long time now she's got into OnlyFans she said to me let's do OnlyFans and I want I want you to show me how to do it yeah. she just loads and now she's this gorgeous busty milk I was thinking about fucking her the other day and I just without touching myself my pussy like yeah. my clip feel it like twitching yeah. and like you know ache around your pussy hole yeah. like you like I don't know like you need something inside it like it's kind of like kind of yeah. crunchy. I thought oh, that must be what it is like I need to do some more yeah. like girl girl just kind of normal like yeah we'll do kinky stuff because that's that's me but also just just normal. not really raw just raw mm. and I think maybe it was I don't know maybe that that connection we've had for such a long time it, it makes it special mm. Oh, hang on, oh. sorry. That's my um, my friends ringing me now. I'm, I'm desperate. <laughs> at his wedding, bringing me up about dag do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely do. Yeah, I well, I I can't. I'm definitely hornier at the moment. Anyway, <laughs> but I sorry. Do you... no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. 
but yeah no I think um like the last year has been like shooting this month like the scenes we shot the, yesterday were like really good I like yeah. I get an energy that's what I get like you know I get this yeah. energy and I'm like oh my fucking god that was so good you know what I mean like it was just I just love filth like it gets it's yeah it's I just I don't know what it is really I don't know I just I just love it like I love filming you know and you shot the vice before who you know, sorry Alexa vice yes Oh my god, she's amazing! I shot her years and years ago, and she's kind of too, kind of too big now to shoot with me, if you know what I mean, because she's yeah. big in her. But oh my god, you know, I watched this scene with her recently. She was, they were pissing in a bucket, making a drink. It. She was sticking up, and then drinking the sicky pissy. Sp- I came so hard for that. <laughs> but that's but- for that legal porno, isn't it? She's great. She actually, I shot her. <laughs> for um one because basically when I did the you start did the evil the um I did two English movies and then I did I obviously went to America because he wanted me to shoot with the fucking um like all the top stars and um uh-huh. she was in the second movie we did um for evil so that was yeah she's good I've shot a couple of scenes for like my only fans with her um but yeah that evil scene was really good like I was slapping her and I was sticking on I was like I literally put my my own foot because obviously we can't put fisting in um you can actually do it on for their online stuff but you can't do it for their dvds and obviously because it was my only my second thing i didn't actually know this i stuck i basically stuck my four fingers in there all the way in there and i was actually moving her around by holding on to her pussy and like her asshole and all that and moving her around like it was amazing it was really 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 good scene and and um and the guy actually said this is the first time i've ever seen it the guy he spunked on her face and then he was like oh like literally three four minutes later he was like oh do you want another cum shot and he, we turned around and he fucking spunked all over our asshole and I was like and it was a huge second load like I've never seen a guy come like in um the, like, like twice within sort of five ten minutes it was crazy but we did it in this um uh crazy oh, what the fuck was it called it's like the crazy golf um in Birmingham that there's there's Bur- one in Birmingham and there's one in um London I think oh, what the fuck I can't even think it's in the custard factory in Birmingham. I can't remember. Anyway, um, that's where we shot it with all the graffiti and we did it in the bus and everything. It looked fucking amazing. It was so, but she's lovely. She's great. And she's so filthy, isn't she? So she made you come then, did she watching that scene? Yeah, she did actually. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She did. And and I I mean, I I like to kind of come three or four times in sort of three or four minutes. So, you know, the doxy on. Yeah. up there and then you take it off for a minute but after after I've come twice I can hold it there so well, I kind of get like even away and oh my god yeah I was just yeah, do you have it on that. full power yeah, I do yeah I don't do you just literally I can't move you know some girls like move it all around I'm doing the actions right now but I just have to fucking hold it right on my clit as hard as possible yeah, well, mine's just above. If it's on the clit, it's too much. But I kind of what I find is if I if I put it just above my clit and kind of push in a slightly upward motion. Oh my god, it, we do the same. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got obviously like a my mat my my clit is man in a boat. Like you know, if you pull, you can pull the clit right back. Like because I've got quite meaty lips. Um, but yeah, that's what uh, I do. I put like push it up and like so it's just above the clit, like just up and push it into it. <laughs> We wank the same. 
is that? <laughs> but so many girls love the um love the wand it's like I always ask people like oh what's your favorite is that your go-to if you're wanking and you want a quick come is that your go-to toy the quick come but I have discovered these ones you know they've got them all, all brands now but I think the original brand is the womanizer and that's it's like sucky a sucky one sucks right on your clit and it warms it and it vibrates mm. but that that takes like 15-20 minutes but the orgasm you get out of it it's like different to a doxy it's, it's more of a I don't like um like a whole wave right from your asshole like just really? I don't know. <laughs> You're the second girl actually that's um meant mentioned that on the podcast about I don't know if it's the womanizer it might have been the womanizer but about a suction one and sucking because yep. I've got one but it's I was like oh I don't know if I'm gonna like it I'll just buy this like cheap one do you know what I mean and I've not really used it properly to. Um, but Pop, I did a scene the other day with Poppy Evans um, and she bought one and it was quite it was great. So I was, to, I think it must've been her or was it Daisy? I don't know. I was talking with someone um, and I'm, I need, think I need to invest in one of those, like they are good. on that clip. They're worth it. And you can get fucked at the same time. You know, sometimes the doxy is a bit, unless, unless you're, you're on all fours doing doggy, you can't mm. really doxy because right. it kind of gets, and it bangs on your fucking clit when someone's pounding you, you know. So with that, that you can kind of hold it out the way and then... Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to... When I get off this, I'm going to fucking order one. <laughs> I, I am. I'm going to fucking order one. Do you know what I mean? Because like, you're, you're the second person to do it. I'm going to write. I'm going to find that. <laughs> um, was there any... Uh, I just wanted to just go... Oh, no don't worry I'm my it's because we've chatted about so many things that's your friend going get off the fucking phone and answer me right now <laughs> they're like stop talking about sex and fucking dominatrix stuff fucking answer your phone <laughs> it's funny. um what well, do you have do you have any pets I know you have pets but I'm gonna ask you this anyway what pets do you have I have um I have two ducks um and the, my hen is having ducklings at the moment, and and they usually print on me as well. So they're the kind that follow you around, yeah. the pub in a bag and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I have a, a ten-month-old German Shepherd called Wallace, who I named after William. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I have two Basset Hound bitches. They're my oh, bitches. Amazing. I know Susie did say that you're a dog person because I've got two. I've got two English bulldogs. Oh no. I love that's so cute i took that uh, this morning oh, i've got to tell you so basically um obviously because it's been so fucking hot lately that i can't we haven't been able to walk them because they're just it's just you can't walk them can you um anyway so i come back from crossfit eight and i was like oh fuck it i'm gonna go out for a walk so i went up to this field like it's like a this estate kind of thing and um the grass has grown so much since i've been up there like before and um, so I let Shelby off. Uh, Bentley doesn't go off the lead in public because he literally sees people and just fucking runs and then doesn't come back. Like he wouldn't, he's not vicious or like anything like he just, he's a stubborn arsehole and won't come back. But Shelby like is amazing. So let her off. And she, <laughs> Shelby loves to run, as, like she runs and then she puts her like head down and she runs as fast as possible. And then she rolls like she rolls over and because it was really fucking wet long grass she literally slid <laughs> on her back and then rolled back on road roll, like complete ro like roly-poly she must have done it like 
20 times like she, she was like oh. she was just so fucking wet like I had to wash them when I come back because I was just like you know what <laughs> you're fucking dirty now but I, yeah. I just love it I think that people if there was loads of um like par- I think it must have been like a nursery or something up there with their little kids and and they must have been like who is this weirdo because I had my headphones in and all they could hear was me just laughing at, <laughs> at Shelby <laughs> I was just like oh my god she's just so funny but um but yeah so I knew you had dogs and everything but ducks that's cute yeah I mean I, I do have a parrot that I look after as well quite often he, he he lives with my beautician but they go to India quite a lot and so mm. he always comes with us um does he talk on his barriers the African grey he never used to sit on anyone or and and, and I, I sing to him and stuff because I used oh. to back in the day bit of singing not not very much these days yeah um i do a bit of singing to him and and he talks to me and he comes and flies into the kitchen straight on my shoulder and he eats off the same plate as my dogs as well they respect (gasps) that you know they would never bite him and yeah i love british bulldogs they're a lot like basset hounds they're stubborn they're very loving at the end of the day you are their staff yeah that's it that's meant to be (laughs) amazing um could, give me three words to describe yourself. Um, um, oh, that's difficult. Sorry. Um, okay. Manic. Um, Evan. And, what, was that, uh, what was that one? Sorry. Manic. Manic, Riven, and... Um, genuine i think ah, they're three really good words actually aren't they yeah i, I like so. that um okay well have you got a favorite oh. word that you love sorry say that again uh, which three words would you use to oh, describe no i don't know <laughs> fucking weirdo <laughs> <laughs> um that only counts <laughs> I know yeah um I don't know I, I, you're the first person to ask me that I like it mm. I would say I'm very loyal do you know like I am loyal oh god now now you've asked me that I should really have these words written down. I'm like yeah that's what I am um mm. horny <laughs> That's definitely horny at the moment. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God, strange. Um, I don't know. I can't think. You have to meet me, and then you can say three words that you think that <laughs> I am. Okay. I would say that I'm driven, but I'm not. I'm. I'm one of these people that like. I'm not. Um, no, I wouldn't say that I'm driven. Like, uh, I ha- yeah, no, I, that, I probably wouldn't use that for me. I haven't managed to get a studio. Do you know what I mean? Like, your studio is amazing. That's being driven and stuff. I don't know. I'll have to come back to that. Change the subject quickly. <laughs> I don't know any three words. <laughs> my brain's not working. That's my anxiety. Do you know what that is? Is um, I started this podcast because I started to get really worried about, like, going out and being, seeing people and dealing and talking to people because I'm not – I do suffer quite badly with social anxiety, and I find it hard to chat with people. Like, um, like I've met people in – like people that I've known, I don't know them, but you know, of 
um, people and I've chatted in the Starbucks and I, and I go so red and I get really embarrassed and I get, you know, so I thought, right, well, this is a way to try and ease myself back into chatting to people. And one of my big anxieties is um, phone calls. So for me to be able to chat with you for like this long, like, and be happy and, and generally chatting with you is such a fucking massive thing for me. But when people reason I'm saying this is because um, when people ask me questions, my brain goes. And then I can't think, do you know what I mean? Like I, that's one of my main, my triggers is really weird. Not triggers. I don't mean that, but you know, like I just, my brain goes, Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. So maybe if we did another interview in like a couple of months, you'll be able to ask me a question. I'll be like, oh, yes, and be, and be able to do it. I'd enjoy interviewing you. Yeah. I would really, honestly, I would. Yeah. Even more than Maybe we should do that one, like next next time. We should do it, like where we go, okay, and that's the whole, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that'll be good. Okay, that's a good one. Right, I'm going to do I got. I normally do this, like this and that at the end of the podcast. Um, um, Obviously... I can, I'm going to do my uh, my other sex questions as well because I changed a few things to kind of make it more dommy, but I'm going to find them and I'm going to do all of them. So you're going to get an extra long, extra long this and that. <laughs> right. What would you prefer? Tea or coffee? Coffee. Takeaway or home-cooked meal? Home-cooked. Reading or movies? Reading. Champagne or spirits? Spirits. Uh, Pepsi or cake? Oh, Pepsi or cake? Pepsi or Coke? <laughs> Pepsi. Um, dog or cat? Dog. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Mm, Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. Oh, are you? Um, swimming or sunbathing? Swimming. <laughs> cake or pie? Pie. Oh, what's your favorite pie? Probably, I like chicken and mushroom, but steak and ale takes it. Steak and oh, ale takes it. Yeah. Yeah, I like pies. Um, a bath or shower? A bath. Um, winter or summer? Summer. Although yeah. I am pe- you know. Yeah. It's all right. I haven't tanned. In, like, I'm a bit of a fucking vampire, me. Like, because like, I, I used to tan on tanning beds all the time. And um, obviously, I go to, for my cystic fibrosis. I have th- every three months, if I'm healthy, every three months, I go to my clinic. And and um, when I used to tan on the tanning beds, my vitamin D level was like through the fucking roof. And now, <laughs> the last, like, last five years, I've not been able to tan on a tanning bed because um, for these certain tablets, it makes me photosensitive. And all they keep saying is, you really need to get your vitamin D level up. You need, you know, you need to go outside in the sun and all that because I'm just a fucking vampire. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm so fucking white because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't <laughs> go out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm. I can now go on tanner beds. I'm fine. <laughs> um, text message or phone call? Definitely text. I have anxiety about phone calls, just like you. It's been in the sex industry. It's been hammered on your work phone. I must have had 50 phone calls, honestly, while I've been on my work phone. And because I have this thing, you know, where it flashes where you ring. And I just keep seeing it like flash, flash. But yeah. it makes me fucking anxious. I think because I know you're not going to book it anyway. You're just ringing up with your hand, your dick. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, you know, I, my thing was like, um, obviously, when I um, used to work for Television X and I'd have to do the um, like the phone calls with, uh, you know, the big boss to do fucking hell even now though like even my account every anyone I have to talk to like 
I literally just put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off and then, and it builds up inside me and I, I feel sick and I and it's just mental like um I actually did phone after I'd done a few podcasts I managed to phone someone that I used to work with him he's a stud um like like been sorry been in the industry as long as I have so I've known him on and off for like years but I was actually so pleased because I could go right I'm gonna phone I'm gonna phone him I'm gonna phone Ian and I actually managed to just do it straight away and have a conversation because I start thinking oh my god I sound like a fucking twat I I don't know what I'm talking about like I start talking really uh, just just crap do you know what I mean and then I subconsciously I'm thinking about it so um I was quite pleased that I could do that phone call you know like but you're a text text message then oh yeah oh yeah um amusement park or day at the beach beach please meat or veg <laughs> meat <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you like a good steak <laughs> <laughs> um comedy or horror comedy strap on sex or fisting uh ooh, fisting actually fisting mm. Uh, sissifying a guy or putting them in a dog collar and lead dog collar and lead yeah face sitting or human furniture human furniture ah yes uh, water sports or spitting on them oh I don't could I have to choose can I have both <laughs> fuck yeah of course you can have both I would have both too <laughs> fucking I'd make myself gag and fucking spit all over them <laughs> do you know what I mean and I love doing it when I do with girls and stuff I'm like fucking gag on my dick and then I get them to spit it all in my hand and I rub it all over that <sighs> when we did the scenes in America it was like I was making them gag on the dick like spit in my fucking hand and like the girl some of the girls they do loads of squirting out there there was a squirt like I was filming and they were squirting on my face and making them lick it uh I'll have to show you the, the fucking things I think you'd like them to be fair um oh. latex or rubber uh latex okay wait a minute I'm gonna go and find my other ones now okay so spit or swallow uh, swallow Oh, yes. Um, facial or cream pie? Cream pie. Butt sex or pussy sex? Butt sex. Fuck yeah. Pussy licked or given a BJ? Uh, pussy licked. Yeah. Um, rough sex or slow and sensual? Oh, rough sex, definitely. Fuck yes. Um, buying sex toys or sexy lingerie? <laughs> sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> How many sex toys do you think you own? Mm, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say about, it's got to be a few thousand. <gasps> wow. And just all a different stuff, all different things. A bit obscene. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, it depends on what you got. How many, how many willies do I have? I probably have about 350 willies. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just I have I mean I have you know I have and it depends what you call sex toys whether you call like pinwheels and gags and collars and cuffs yeah. and if that's all sex they're all toys, sex toys though, aren't they? Yeah, I mean then I yeah I'm I'm pretty well stuffed. Yeah, baby. You, you've got like fuck loads. I'm uh, <laughs> um, bed sex or any room but the bedroom. I think any room but the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, quickie or an hour of sex. Oh, quickie. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you have like vanilla sex with your partner then? 
or yeah. is it always kind of something like a uh, dummy kind of, you know fetishy oh, i mean we do have normal sex um i quite like normal sex now and again i used to have i used to have some issues with it maybe because of my escorting past or mm. even prior to that my experiences when i was kind of a teenager i had a couple of bad experiences and um so i have i have issues with intimacy i mm. would rather fuck me hard, piss all over me, spit all over me, come all over me, fuck me until I'm bleeding. Mm. Then somebody kill me. Mm. I had issues for a lot of years. And he's breaking mm. down my barriers very gradually, to be honest. Mm. He's a, yeah. But uh, we, we have normal sex, but I prefer to be bent over and fucked hard because yeah. I think my son is quite low, so it takes it better. And mm. then he can just on my arse and and I'm not really bothered about kissing I don't really want to do the whole eye contact lovey-dovey shit like I want to get fucked hard because you've got a nice big that's what I want yeah that's what I that's what I'm a bit like I'm like I I, um I would much rather have rough nasty sex than even like personal like personal I'm talking kind of thing like than have like I'm not saying I do sometimes like but when when I have that, like the second central stuff, I really fucking enjoy it. But like, I don't want that all the time. Like it's, I think it's because I like the, the nastiness. And then when I have that, you have, I have that, that connection because I, only my husband ever has, has that, but it's, you know, so yeah, I definitely prefer the harder stuff. I'd rather yeah. that, you know, um, sex outside. Yes or no. Oh yes! Oh, oh yes! <laughs> I like, and you like public. Do you like publics? Like, yes. Oh, you do like public sex. I don't even know why I'm asking that. My mind's yeah. gone. My, you know. Um, so do, well, where we can go, just so you know. Do you public enough so you know that people can see you, but it's far enough away so that, like, even if they rang the police, it'd take the police like twenty minutes to walk there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm coming to you. I can't wait to the 29th for Talia. <laughs> it's gonna be such a good day. Um, oh. Okay, um, a threesome with a guy and a girl, or two guys, or th- no threesome at all. Ooh, that definitely depends on my mood. If I'm in a more submissive mood, then I'm going to want the two guys. But if I'm in a more kind of like, I don't know, like not. not I don't know because I do prefer women sexually actually over mm. men so I, I don't know really that's a that's a tough one depends depends on who it is really yeah I think that's what I think yeah so you are do you think you are totally bisexual then absolutely yeah I mean I, I always have been as well and I, I going back to the netball because I am going to convince yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're surrounded by all these like vanilla girls and obviously I didn't tell them what I did for a long time yeah so it was kind of like you know I let them get to know me first before yeah. I kind of told them and um and there was a couple of I just dropped in a couple of things and one of the girls the other day she was like somebody made a comment about something and she was like yeah anal is the best like out of nowhere just we were on the netball court shooting and, and I'm not sure but anyway, yeah. and she was like Something about, and I was just like, mm. yeah. And I just, well, I can't remember what the point was going to be now, but yeah, I make it about fucking girls. <laughs> Say that again. The, you are. I make, I make comments like all the time, accidentally, like, oh my god, don't you know? I forget where I am. And I'm like, fuck. Have you seen her fucking ass in them in them leggings? Yeah. And then what girls, you know, from the team will look at me a bit like, and be like, oh, I forgot where I was. <laughs> 
page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they're all there in their little, you know, they're yeah, either got leggings. They look fit. <laughs> like, mm, hello. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home and wank over this, all these girls. <laughs> so what, how many, how many is on the team? Seven. Is, is it seven on the Seven on yeah, a yeah. team. Yeah. No. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I've got one of the pole dancer. Yeah. And one just, you know, one of those girls that's like five foot two and got natural blonde hair down her ass that's wavy and blue eyes and the perfect skin and the perfect body. And she's adorable. And yeah. I just want to, I want to do some really horrible, nasty, grotesque <sighs> things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be, that's what I'm, that's, that's the ending thing now, because I'm just going to go and think about you doing those nasty, disgusting things to that five foot two woman. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we're going to have fun when we work together. Do you know what I mean? We definitely, I can't wait. Yeah, no, neither can I. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's been longer than I thought uh, that I said about it, but I hope that's okay. Um, I just think it was a cool. It was just fun to chat and like um, and get to know you, but also hear about your 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 life and your work and everything. It's amazing. Do you want to um what do you want to tell everyone all your like social medias or your OnlyFans or any links that you like um they they can follow you and and whatnot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, if you go on um, OnlyFans, my OnlyFans is Kinky Fetish Viv or Strap On Mistress. And I think all my links are on linktree.com forward slash Vivian Lamore. Uh, what I, wicked. What I do is I'll put that into the Spotify, well, into the um, the description so that anyone that's listening will, that wants to come can um, come and find you. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they need to find you. Because like you said, you're the first dominatrix that I've had on. So you know you never know people might be like I've basically I've done um like obviously I did Susie first and then I've done a couple of old school people and I've done some new talent like new performers and then I did a male performer last week that just come out and I actually did a sex toy company so I'm getting like lots of different people it's 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 actually I really fucking enjoy chatting with people like it seems Uh. mad seeing as I'm so fucking shy but I really enjoy. I think it's because I can talk about sex, maybe. Yeah. So I feel confident. I think I think Mr. Cage would be a good one for you to talk to, the male Dom from Birmingham. Mr. I can put you in touch with him and he's dating. And you you'll be there three hours in, like, I've got to go now, but I really don't want to. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, please. That would be amazing. I would I would actually really, really like that. Um Amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with us. And um, it's been cool. It's been really, really good. I've actually fucking loved it. So thank good. you. What are you doing tonight? Yeah. What are you, what's your plans for tonight? Well, I've got some, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to utilize this outfit and do some goddess tasks. Um, I've got, um, I've got a little poker gathering and um, yeah, that's kind of it. Walk the dogs. I, I can't walk the dogs till about 9 PM. So because of the heat, I mean, yeah. it's a bit cooler to- go on like a 9 p.m walk all all four of us together and chill out yeah I know yesterday when we I said to the girl that come down today I've spoken to today well voice noted her obviously I didn't talk to her on the phone because I don't want to do that (laughs) but I voice noted her and I was like yeah today because yesterday it was fucking boiling like we shot in the bedroom and then we shot downstairs I mean, then with the lights, oh my fucking God, it must have been about 30 fucking something degrees. And I was like, oh, you should have come down today. It's like quite chill. It's cool, cooler today. But um, 
but have a nice evening enjoy your poker thing and enjoy the dog walk and um i will be in contact about the 29th it's not oh, 29th this month it's next month isn't it so I've got a whole fucking month to think about we'll do it though i'm excited so thank you so much for chatting and um have a nice evening Mwah. see you later bye, bye. bye. <laughs>